Welcome to Your Beautiful Game Podcast, where we encounter the wins, losses, and everything in between from soccer to life, both beautiful games to play and learn from. We get to choose to prepare, practice, learn, and implement in our own game. Now let's play. In today's episode, we are chatting with a player, client, and wonderful human being in my life. We'll chat about her game of life as a current student athlete, how soccer has shaped her so far in her life, and what she looks forward to in her own game of life. Welcome to the podcast, Maddie. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. So, went over it already. Yes. I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. Nothing too crazy. Um, but it's cool because you're a teenager. <laughs> and so, all the people, if you've listened, I know you listen to yes. my podcast. But everyone has learned about teenage Kyla and soccer and how it's affected my life. I wanted to get your perspective now because me and you have had similar journeys, but also you're in it right now. I'm not competitively, right? Yeah. And you also work with me and get my perspective, even though you've gone through different stages really fast in such a short amount of time. Yeah. So that's what we're going to go over today. Um, So first of all, when did you start playing soccer and why <laughs> why did you choose it you're oh, like oh four years old i just like it <laughs> <laughs> oh god let's see i didn't originally start off playing soccer i originally started off with gymnastics because cool. i was born with a shoulder impingement in my left shoulder yes uh, in my shoulder and um my doctor recommended that i just hang from a bar for a little bit so did gymnastics enjoyed that for a second and then don't remember how or why I started soccer, but I remember, I think a couple of kids in my neighborhood were kicking around the ball one day and I was like, okay, cool. I wanted to go try that. So we started off with Pine Soccer Club and then did gymnastics alongside that. But what really set me on the soccer is that I missed one of my gymnastics tournament tournaments. Uh-huh. Like I got a medal and like a trophy and all that, but I was so broken that I couldn't do gymnastics and soccer at the same time because I ended up having a game, but also a tournament at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I got to choose one. And gymnastics, I started to not like it, even though I went to Bailey's. Mm-hmm. I went to Bailey's gymnastics. And at the time, maybe five, six. And at the same time, Simone Barlos was training at the same gym that I was at. Interesting, I know. That's cool. I think every now and then um, I got to say hi to her, at least wave, because yeah. I was doing gymnastics when I was so little, and she was one of my biggest um, inspirers to do gymnastics and just see what someone could do on the bars and on the rings and all that. And so at the time, I was taller than her at five or six. That's so funny. <laughs> and so, yeah, that and then decided to go with soccer, continued doing Klein Soccer Club until I remember this very vividly. I was standing in goal. I'd forgotten my cleats that day, just sitting, watching the kids go run and kick. I'm like, I want to do that, but I don't like running. So I love to stand here. So coach put me in the back, didn't care. I like standing. And a coach, um, don't remember his name, but he left the challenge before, or after I got there and after years and years, he was standing over by the side of my goal, along with my mom, we started chatting. It was like, yeah, I coach over at Challenge Soccer Club and your kid's pretty good. I would like to invite her to go play with us. So I was like, okay, cool. My mom obviously was like, all right, awesome. We'll go there because 
I was getting too old for um, Klein. So I moved up to Challenge. That's <laughs> that's how I also got the nickname Mad Dog mm -hmm. because I was a really weird six-year-old. I would bark at my teammates and I think I got so mad one time <laughs> that a girl fouled me and I ran up to her and just kicked her in the shins. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that's how I got the nickname Mad Dog. And that was from um, Academy Years. And it's just carried through me with all my teams. Yes, it has. Yeah. I remember like the first time Kyle told me about you, he's like, yeah, I have this goalkeeper named Mad Dog. I'm like, that's her name? Like Mad Dog? It's like, no, of course that's her nickname. And I'm like, is it like Mad, Maddie? Like, what is it? It's just like, I don't know. I like calling her Mad Dog. <laughs> That's what he's telling me all the time. So I was like, okay. He's like, you got to meet her. You got to meet her. So yeah. And we talked about this the other day when I saw her, but um, we were talking about how the first time that we met, it was just so funny because the one of the first things that your mom told me was just like, well, she's about to cut her hair. <laughs> so I met her the day that she still had like longer hair and all this stuff. And then literally the day after she cut her hair and yeah, and we've yeah. had we've had a, a way of getting into it, but yeah, I mean, it's cool that that's just kind of I didn't know that, which is awesome because that's why I have this because I don't know how you guys get into these things, right? Like for me, like my dad was like, I need you to go to an after school program, and they just play soccer. So there you go, there it is. Um, yeah, so with all of that, I think what what's cool we talk about this too because you do other sports too is. How do you feel like gymnastics kind of like helped you with just like being okay with goalkeeping and like all this stuff at such a young age? I think it kind of just taught me how to just go with the flow and just go with it and to be limber and loose and just relax, stretch and just go and just fly. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes, that makes a difference when, well, how old were you? Would you say you were about five, six, maybe younger? Yeah. How many five-year-olds and six-year-olds are thinking that's the process of like just go just fly just whatever not where a not a lot right and it's like no the ball's gonna hit me ah or like bumblebee soccer or it's like everyone's just covering it <laughs> so that's really cool that you got into it at such a young age so with that being said uh you mentioned challenge yes how are your challenge years and like what you learned through that and how was that experience for you oh god i did challenge like forever mm -hmm. yes <laughs> i started really young with academy and kind of just worked my way up unfortunately i stayed on two either one or the two lowest teams unfortunately just because i wasn't set on playing goalkeeper at that time i was still being a forward being a midfield or a winger but slowly working my way back to where i was in the goal and i was like okay this isn't bad i don't have to run and i can just stand here and maybe yell at other people to go Mm -hmm. and just oh if the ball comes to me be big and just go yeah but yeah challenge was it was interesting to say the least um I guess kind of the first times meeting you was at the tournament with Kyle and kind of what with one of my teams we were playing among us and I kind of met you and got to talk to you first which was pretty awesome yeah yeah when I it's just funny because I put myself in other people's shoes. So of course, like, I'm like, oh my God, I was there. Like I was the 10 year old back there. I was the 11 year old back there. I used to play in my tournaments. And so when I would like watch you or like watch these other teams, goalkeepers, I'm just like, oh my God, I know how that feels. Or like, <laughs> oh my God, she hit her. Yes. Like, I know that feeling. 
So it's just cool that like, I feel like me and you connect a lot because of the way that you have gone through this journey and the way that we have been together for going, what we say, going on three years. Going on. Wow. Yeah, right? Going on three I knew her when she was a child. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's just really cool to see like how my journey has helped you too and how I learned things is helping you too. And that's what I really appreciate when I watch you and when I get to know you more and when I figure some things out on like, okay, this is how she responds to this because me and you don't respond to things the same way either. Right. Like that's the coolest part about it. So with that being said, whenever you started working with me, how was that a little bit different than like, I would, I'm not getting into high school soccer just yet, but like club soccer versus like kind of breaking it down and like working with me and all that stuff. It was very different because Challenge offered um, with one of the coaches, uh, Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris. 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 Yes. Um, of one of his goalkeepers. Um, I went and did that for a little bit, and I wasn't really getting much out of that because it was do this, okay, do this. Why aren't you doing this? Do it right, and it wasn't explaining it to me. Mm. Whereas. I would go to you and you would explain to me why we're doing this, how this helps and just how to make it better yeah. and how to improve on it. Yep. Yeah. And the cool thing is, and like I've said this before in podcasts, I'm not hating on challenge or not any <laughs> of that type of stuff, but the, one of the main reasons why your mom reached out to me and also Emmy's dad reached out to me just because I was female and it's like, okay, well, like his 10 year old is already taller than me. I, 20 whatever I was and like the reason why Emmy did was because her dad really just wanted a perspective of a female short goalkeeper that has played for 20 plus years and two-thirds of that was goalkeeping and so with you I took it as because you were younger than Emmy it was like okay she still has this developmental like phase right now where she can still implement new things you can still implement and still take like what, what Chris, you know, taught you. And you can also take what I have in, whereas like, you know, and I love Emmy, but Emmy like started too late where it was like in the way that whatever she took from me, she thought everything was right. Well, I'm not saying I'm wrong, but at the same time, like me and you have had different perspectives and like different ways that we have been taught to bull keep. I mean, back in the day, it was, it was, W. It yes. was like catch it like this. Yes. You wouldn't catch a freaking goalkeeper coach telling you to do this anymore. No, it's, it's, it's hot this. To like no, and do the triangle. Triangle. See it that way. Right. I'm like, let's bring Kyle in here. Let's get him the <laughs> goalkeeper coach. So it's just one of the things where when I started, it was like this. So if I were teaching you guys this, you'd be so you for sure would be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this is not, this is not right. This is it. So even I've developed to be like, no, this is how you should be catching it, or this is how you should be doing your your skills. And so the cool thing is you would bring anything and everything that would happen at challenge in a game and practice in in goalkeeper practice and tell me like, okay, this is what's happening. This is what I can see that I'm struggling with or what I want more help in. And that's where I come in. And again, not hating on them, but they would, like you said, they would give you something and then you'd be like, okay, like what's the scenario? How are we going about this? Why are we doing it this way? Whereas I would go over those things with you. And I think that's what you're so receptive of and very coachable in, which I love. So 
that's really cool to know that and it's just it's all perspective yeah. right so moving on a little bit right we've we've you know kind of closed a little bit of the challenge chapter yes um so how has that been going out of challenge and transitioning and now more of like high school soccer it's been a huge just change for me mm -hmm. going from every night going from 7 30 to 9 ish depending on when practice ends or when it starts going home eating and then doing homework for two three hours and not going to bed till 10 mm -hmm. maybe later most likely midnight yeah going to bed getting up going to school and then repeating it all over again and also on top of coming to you too so most days <laughs> yeah i would be going to school doing whatever school wanted me to do whether that be soccer or whatever at the time and then going to you and then going to challenge and then repeating the night process all over again and by the next day like by the end of the week i was so tired yeah. like my weekend was just to rest and sleep and just decompress mm -hmm. and just after leaving challenge it's been okay i have all this free time now because this new uh, club that i'm in we only meet wednesdays or mondays and wednesdays and so it's just, okay, I have this free time now and it doesn't go till like 7.30 to nine. So that's not bad, but I have all this free time before and after if I wanted to, to get homework done, to eat, to do whatever else and even come to you. Yep. And just, it's been a huge change because going from just pounding my energy levels into, okay, now we can stretch it out. Yeah, you actually have space. You have space to breathe and me and you talked about this too, where like I didn't do club. So to me, I'm like, from an outside perspective, looking at how you've gone through it, all the other girls I've worked with and how Kyle coaches it, I'm like, damn, like that's exhausting, <laughs> you know? And I'm, I deal with the all schedules. I deal with all these things as a coach and outside of it. Whereas, you know, when you look at like what you guys go through, having to having to go to a tournament having to go to yes. dallas and then having you guys have to go back to school and then you guys have like thanksgiving break and then you, it's to me and then remember at the time that we started you were still in basketball you were yes. still doing track, Do track you were doing all kinds of stuff which again i did it too i don't know how but i did <laughs> and just taking that all into perspective and challenge was the main one yeah it just kind of was like dang like whenever you got to me I didn't want to also add to it right. or how I teach stuff. Right. It's like, I, you don't have energy to do this. So why would I make you do it? Right. You know, it's like, why do it half-ass instead of whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It's just kind of like, to me, I think people look at some stuff that I do of like, well, you don't push my kid or you don't whatever. And I'm like, they're getting pushed in every other yeah, aspect yeah. of their life. Why should I add to that when they have, they're on 0% battery yeah. when they get to me, but they can still get something out of it. They can still get mobility out of it. They can still get strategy out of it. I mean, some days we've even just sat there and just talked yeah. because you just needed to deload. And, and just like this podcast, cause I, again, you learn, you, you learn about everything from me. Oh yes. Um, I, I really do take in mental health, especially like the perspective I get from, we just were talking TikTok. 
um, TikTok and social media, like I didn't have any of that stuff. So like to me, if I was doing all those sports and then I was in club soccer and then I was doing high school and I was doing all these things, I was exhausted back then without social media on top of that to worry about and to worry about school and, and, and I mean, I know you do ID camps and yes. like thinking about college already. Shit, I didn't think about college till the end of my junior year. Like, you know, and to me, I'm like, damn, I don't, I just am not the type of person to add to it. I want to add to it in a beneficial way. So to watch you and be, and be part of your life, like from an outside perspective of like, Jesus, I didn't even go through half of that, you know? So right now, do you feel like you have a good balance on things or does it help to be doing all the things at once or kind of just taking a step back? How does that all feel right now, like in this time of day? Um, I feel like I have a pretty decent balance on it, but also just getting the work done and having the workload just be there and do it at once is pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. And I feel I feel like you do really well too. And then on top of that, you even asked me about just like how to take care of yourself. Yes. And that's it. Mentally, physically. What do you feel like has helped you? Yeah, all the things. I mentally it's it's been it's been pretty rough these last few months. Yeah. Um this half September um my dad unfortunately passed away and that took a lot just to process and get through and not saying that oh it's the same for everybody but middle school was really rough for me too because I was having friends leave and enter and just go okay how do I help them before they leave and it's just like internalizing all of it through middle school and until my eighth grade year when I met you and learning to how do I get this out, but not in a negative way? Whereas mm -hmm. before I'd go home, sit for an hour or more and just internalize and think and think and think yeah. and then go to practice and just get it out there. Yeah. Whereas I should be getting rid of it as it's coming to me. Whereas like, okay, this is coming in. How do I deal with it? And just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this is how our journeys are very similar. I do, I did the same thing. It was like, I would hit people at soccer practice because that is how I knew how to get that energy out or that feeling out or just to like balance it back out. Right. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, you talk to 16 year old pilot <laughs> today, she's an angry girl. And it's just one of those things that I didn't know. I didn't know how to process things. I didn't yeah. know all these things. So what is, what I think is really cool about being in your life and also having Kyle and me being in your life, we have gone through the same ways and tragedies that yes. you have. And I think it's, I think it's cool because you have other people to talk to. Yeah. That's not just your mom or a relative or even your friends that are literally at the same age as you yeah. going through some <laughs> other stuff going on. Right. I couldn't imagine talking to, to my friends at the time about what you've gone through. Like until you've gone through it, you don't really understand all of that. And on top of that, to go through that, uh, and I'm here young, let me tell you, you're <laughs> young at a young age, especially the Kyle went through that the same time as you did. And it's like, yeah it's one of those things that we hope that and how me and Kyle go about our life is we hope that we can be there for you and to be there for anybody else that is going through that. And what's so cool is that the center of the, what brought us all together is soccer. Yeah. Right. 
But at the same time, you can learn from it. That one lesson, I always bring it up. There's a lesson. So I, I, I coach a, a, a couple of girls and sometimes I put them together. So there's Maddie and then there's this girl named Emily. And Emily is very much like, we're all three pretty much <laughs> very similar when it comes to emotions, when yes. it comes to putting ourselves on a pedestal when, you know, something doesn't go right or yeah. we feel like it's our fault and it's just a goalkeeper way. <laughs> and so when Emily does, she's very verbal about it. She's very like, it, she's getting mad at herself in that moment and everybody knows that she's mad at herself. With you, I can tell, but it's not like you're yelling it out or right. you're, whatever. So and it was like one of those things I, I learned a lot, like with you, with, with Emily, it was easy because she would say it out loud. <laughs> and so remember that one practice we just recently had where it was her and Emily and Emily just kept missing and missing and missing. And all she was just saying was just like, come on, Emily, like what's going on and da, da, da. and like the life lesson that I love. And I literally talked about it in this is what is in your control, right? So what's in your control is yourself yes. and you can do that with goalkeeping it's okay what is in my control what's in my control is i what i'm supposed to do is my job is block this goal right but i can't do the job of my defensive line right. i can't do the job of my midfielders i can't do the job of my forwards because my forwards job is to go make the goals the midfielders are supposed to do a little bit of everything <laughs> and defenders are supposed to help me out yes if they all don't do their job I can't do mine. Right. And I've always taught you guys that since day one, right? It has to get through 10 other people before it, before it can sense. see you, right? So, but if it's get your time, you know what's in your control. And that's what I build you guys for, right? And so with her, it's like, what was in your control at the time? Well, what's in your control is you, is your emotions, is how you go about it, how you respond. And if you want to respond mad, great. That's how you want to. Right. I, I tell you guys, and I know we talked about this on my last podcast where I kept saying like, it's okay. It's okay. Yes. And I know you guys, she's a client of mine. She hears this all the time. <laughs> so I'm like, it's okay. And it's like, it's not okay. Emily has, has yelled back at me. It's like, it's not. And I'm like, guess what? It doesn't have to be, but you're choosing for it to not be right. So I teach you guys mental things when it is really a lot of physical things. And I would say that you take a lot of, and I've told your mom this too, you take a lot of what I say and you really run with it because you see the value. You can see, and because our journeys are so similar, I can say, not that you want to be me, <laughs> but it's like, you can see that there's, there's something forward. There's something in your future that, that you can work out and you can be happy and you can go to college. You can figure out your life and all these things. What I, um, what I'm doing is setting you up with these tools that when you do go off, off to college, when you're not seeing me twice a week, when you don't have soccer anymore, or it's not so like viable in your life, you still can learn from that. You can take from that and you can still go about it and do it your way. Right. And that's what I, what I really appreciate. You, you teach me a lot of things. <laughs> um, and I, I wanted to interview you out of everyone because like, you're, you're very, you're at a cool stage where like, you're still a sponge, but you're also making it the way that you want to at such a young age. Like talk again, talk to 16 year old Kyla. I would have been like, like, okay, you know, but so anything on that or what you feel like how you're going about life now and how 
how, how I've helped you or how everything is kind of like meshing in your life right now? Um, I feel like a lot of it is just looking at it and just seeing what's here and how do I take it and implement it further. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes with everything, right? Yeah. I mean, me and her, we work on a lot of things. It's not just how can you be a better goalkeeper? It's how can you be a better person, you know, better human being, uh, you know, better at whatever the heck you want to do. And that's what I'm here for. I'm not just here to be like, oh, you're going to be like the best freaking goalkeeper in the world. Was I? <laughs> how can you teach that, you know? Um, but I just like how you just take it and you run with it. That's what I love. I love teaching you. I love, I'm like, I tell Sadie, I'm like, your best friend, Maddie's coming over. <laughs> and like, it makes us excited that you're coming over. And because I know that you're listening and I know that you're, when, when you are going through it, you'll be honest with me and you tell me what's going on. And I really do appreciate that. I really do. So with all that being said, do you have anything else on, on, on what's going on now or anything like that? No, not really. Just try and get through it the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. And day, there's days that it's going to be a lot harder. There's going to be days that it's way easier. And you're like, what the heck's going on? At the same time, you're gonna, you're still, like you said, you're moving forward. Yeah. Moving forward, even if it's slower, if it's faster, if it's, you know, taking a pause, if you just need to stand still for a second and be like, what's going on? <laughs> That's okay. And the cool thing is, not a lot of 15 year olds can say that. Not a lot of them can, especially now, right? Awesome. Well, with all of that, let's move on to the future. What's going on? I know. So I mentioned you did ID camps and you're, yes. you're thinking about all this stuff. So what do you foresee what you're a sophomore? So what do you foresee in probably like the next year to three years? So like almost like freshman year of college, but also like as a junior, senior, yeah. going into high school and stuff. Um, I kind of foresee myself following in the footsteps of, um, <clears throat> one of our seniors that have left and gone to college and has kind of kind of following in her footsteps of, okay, this is how I'm doing it. This is how I'm going to play. And this is how I'm going to get here. And just going through it. Yeah. Just, okay, here's this. How do I work it and go? Cool. What's like, what are some cool things that you like, like about her per se? She's really just laid back and relaxed and just down to earth. Yeah, on the field and off the field. On the field, off the field, just amazing. Cool, awesome. Where did she go again? Uh, Hendrix. Hendrix, Arkansas. Yeah. Oof, yeah, I remember that. You told me that. So then, speak of where do you foresee yourself going? What's in the works? Like where you been? I know, I know, but <laughs> tell the people what, what you've been looking at and all this stuff. Um, I've I've been looking into colleges in Colorado, Pacific specifically. Um. Colorado uh, State University Boulder. Awesome. And I've been looking at them. I did and I can't ID camp up in Colorado pretty recently. And I went and did a campus tour on of both Denver and Boulder. Mm -hmm. And just looking and seeing what I like, what I don't like, what the <laughs> tuition rate is. Yeah. Because yeah. it's expensive out of state. Yes. And just seeing and getting myself acclimated to the mountains, which Yeah. Like when I was looking at colleges, oh my gosh, it was so fun. Like it was actually really fun. Cause like you start imagining this life outside of what you've known your whole life. Yeah. And what I like about, I mean, shit, I love Colorado in general, <laughs> but what I like it for you is that 
And then same thing, I left, I left the state of New Mexico to come here. And so it was a whole different environment. It was a whole different way of looking at things. It's a whole different round of people. Yes. And it's cool that you're getting that experience as like a sophomore. Like, you know, like I actually went, I went to a, a soccer camp. Was it, what was it? It was my freshman, freshman going into my sophomore year. Uh, Fort Lewis College is Durango. Colorado that college is literally on top of the mountain it's literally there's literally a mountain and the soccer field is right here it's like this and when I got there one I was I was pretty acclimated but I was also like this is crazy to think that I could do this yeah like I could play here and I could you know be with these guys and of course at that time since I didn't play club my confidence was like oh my god all these people play club (laughs) oh god but at the same time like when I was hanging with them I was like oh like and that's that's why I I, and I'm gonna regress a little bit but you know what was cool when you were like I don't want to go to challenge anymore and all these things I'm like you know it's still it's still a thing you don't have to be in club to be able to play in college right right? and it was in my experience shoot 99% of my team in high school was in club yeah who's the 1% that actually played yeah so it's like to me and I was talking this to a parent the other day was just like, she was asking me a lot about like, Oh, like ECNL and like, you know, the top teams and stuff. It's like, is that what we strive for? And all that. I'm like, oh, dude, your kid's 10. Um, and <laughs> it's like, you can push them, but they also need to have fun at this point right now. Cause it's not, it's not that it's not going to get fun. It's just going to get more serious as yeah. you go. And what I was telling her was the title shouldn't matter. Like, being on an ECNL team or what well, we, we used to call it ODP is what we used to call it. I don't know what changed. I don't even know what it stands for. Um, so it's, it's just one of those things of like, well, if you're on ECNL, you are going to D1 college. Okay. Is that your goal though? If the goal is just to play in college, guess what? There's D1, there's D2, D3. I mean, you go to JUCO, you can do all these things and still get the same education, the same acknowledgement, the same whatever. And for me to be an example of that, I love that the girls that I work with, like you and Emily and all that stuff, you guys can see what is still used. There, you can you're more than capable of doing. You don't always have to go for D one. You don't have to be on ECNL to be this prime time person unless that is your goal, right? And I think your goal is just to have fun and just because you started hating it, you started yeah. not enjoying it anymore. Again, I went through the same thing. And it's just like, what is going to make this enjoyable? What is going to make something that I've done for a really long time and, and know very well, how is it going to be enjoyable? So you're like, well, I don't want to quit. So you made it, you made a, a deal with it. And you're like, look, I'm going to do it this way. And I'm going to follow it in high school or high school is still serious. Yeah. And now where are you at with all of that? Much more relaxed. Uh, yeah, it's definitely more laid back not having to go to challenge every day or every night and having two to one to two games every week weekend and heck over the holidays this past thanksgiving i didn't have to go to a tournament up in dallas it was nice because i didn't have to leave the day before or the day after thanksgiving to go up to dallas or austin and go play there come back and then go straight back to school yeah yeah it's less stressful less pressurizing and the cool thing is go back to the control thing 
you know, again, it's for, if that's your goal, it's great. If it's not, if it's just to enjoy and just understand what you can do now and how you can move forward with soccer, it's, it's just taking that in and going, oh, I don't have to go to Dallas. I did the same thing this year. I was like, dang, I don't have to go to Dallas. I don't, I don't. But think about the stress and the politics and like everything that I would see it. Like I would hear it on the sidelines with the parents and like, that's the difference that I have, you know, like where I've interviewed my dad on here where he's like, oh, I was never in that. Like, I just cared about you. I said, yeah, it's like whatever you wanted to do. Whereas when I'm sitting on as a third party person that doesn't have kids, I mean, you're my kid. Um, and listening to these parents on how they talk about their kids or how they talk about other kids on the team and how the games go, I'm just like, what is the matter? Yeah. Like, what is it because you didn't get to play at that time? Or is it because, you know, and that's one thing that me and Kyle talk about a lot is like, I don't want my kid to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I want my kid to enjoy whatever they're doing. Let alone that I'm like, oh, is your kid going to play soccer? I'm like, probably. We'll, we'll pressurize them to do that. But that's about it, you know. And I think you're finding your way through that, which is awesome. So, again, commend you for it. And the cool the cool thing about it is you have a lot of awareness around it, too. That's what I love. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, cool. Well, we're looking into Colorado. Are you looking anywhere else? Um, I was looking at Ohio at one point. It's going to be cold up there. <laughs> I, know, I, <laughs> I don't know why I was looking at Ohio, but I was. Yeah. Kentucky's emailed me. World, world, word of Incarn has been sending me emails and giving me letters and or not letters but like mail yeah. along with Ohio, Colorado. I've been getting a lot of out of state, also in state, um, just colleges like talking to me and like saying, "Here's this, here's that, here's how we do. Come enroll." I'm like, I can't enroll yet, but thanks. Yeah, <laughs> just appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And what's funny is that more than half of them are Christian colleges. I'm like, okay. Am I putting that vibe out? <laughs> <laughs> like, but on the thing that I have, it's like, I don't have my religion there. I don't like, not, and nothing there says, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Concordia was Lutheran. <laughs> like, I just look at it as a D3 school. I was like, oh, it's a D3. But, um, most most d2 d3 schools are like religious based yeah. and it's fine but what's cool is they're reaching out to you yeah it's giving you opportunity and i i went to incarnate word to look i thought i was going to go there like it was between university of dallas incarnate word and concordia like i was like this is this is where i want to be also the team situation the what i was interested in studying at the time was like kind of aligning the reason why i didn't pick incarnate word was they didn't quite have the exact like degree I wanted to go for. And the day that I went to just go look at the campus and just meet up with the coach that I've emailed like once, he was like, oh, I just signed two keepers yesterday. Oh, and I was right. like, ah, oh. I was like, no. And then I, <laughs> then I went around the campus and was like, beautiful campus, not going here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think even Concordia sent me just a couple things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, there's, I like that I'm talking to you about it because you get you get the kid perspective. The the kid that is going to go to school and have the actual experience of this rather than the parent pushing it and whatever. Yeah. And your mom's a wonderful lady, let me tell you. But she's just setting you up for these opportunities, but you get to go about it and you get to do it the way that you want. And I also commend your mom for doing that because 
she loves you so much that she pays for me and for soccer and for everything. Um, but the cool thing is she always has your interests first. Yeah. And I mean, you're her kid. And so she always is going to put you first and she loves you so much. Even when moms be mom, moms be mom. And, <laughs> you know, my mom has gotten on me too, but you know, it's cool that she's really pushing you to do that where like my parents didn't push me to do it, but my, my mom was like against it in the way that she just didn't want me to pay so much tuition. Um, she's just like, just stay, just stay in New Mexico. And I'm like, no, I need to live my life. Um, but it's cool that she's, she's taking you to Colorado. She's taking you and she's like trying to help you out. So you should commend your mom for that too. Okay. So thank you for joining us. And I just, I know I talk a lot about our, like, our differences and our similarities and I appreciate you. And I also love being a part of your life and your life journey. Let me tell you, she was like almost six inches shorter when I met her. Um, and just goes to show, like you said, we're just moving forward and going through it and having me as part of your support system is, is an honor too. So I love being a part of your life and you being a part of ours as well. So next week we will be checking in with my husband uh we will be chit-chatting about how our seasons have changed his end of season with his actual kids and uh kind of what this new year is going to bring us as a married couple and what we got planned for our new season um and you can support the podcast on instagram at your beautiful game podcast you can also follow me because i coach this little lady um you can follow me on there for my business at kyla.duncan on Instagram as well. You can always support the podcast through Patreon and through Etsy as well. Just purchase some things if you want. Everything is linked down below and we will see you in the next one.